Coming up, attractions that help you beat the heat at Magic Kingdom. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far Podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike B. Far in this equation. And I'm John, about 20 miles away. Man, that's consistent. It's been consistent the last two weeks, 20 miles away. That's I think you got it down, 20 miles. <laughs> so, uh, John, how did your week in the parks go? I, uh, I'm still in the middle of moving and unpacking and my garage is in shambles. My office is kind of in shambles. Nothing's hung up on the walls yet. And uh, so I, I was only able to escape to the parks one time this week. And I ended up going to Epcot again. And that's because my wife and daughter did not go to the Flower and Garden Festival yet. So we headed there around four and it was a fairly easy non-traffic trip to get there it, it took about 35 or about 39 40 minutes to get to the epcot parking lot and uh you know uh, we uh my my daughter wanted to eat some stuff there so let's see if i could uh one of the things that we got i think it's at the uh the uh, canada pavilion we got uh, beef tenderloin tips hmm. and that is with whipped potatoes and garden vegetables and the garden vegetables were just carrots but that probably changes because this thing's till july so mm -hmm. and i thought it was good um it was seven dollars which isn't bad for you know they gave you pretty much pretty many beef tenderloins you know and you know with the way things are going i was surprised how much that you get from that but uh you know that it, it it was pretty good i enjoyed it i probably wouldn't get it again though like you know it wasn't that good there's other things i'd rather have so and the reason is you know some of the meat was a little fatty and stuff and i just i'm a little picky when it comes to that but it was good though so beef tenderloin tips pretty good what else did we get would you say that the the food booths is it about the same as what you saw at the say festival of the arts as far as um you know variety and things like that or you know i would say it's a little bit more like they what and like i said last week they're going all out for this thing meaning they're not cutting any corners they're not doing any uh you know anything less than full-on a normal um festival and you know like i feel like every single booth that they could is open and being used and even like the last ones i forget if it's the food wine or whatever they kind of opened it up in sections like mm -hmm. you know like it started on a certain date but some of the booths weren't open for till a couple months later and this and that but this is all in and everything's open and you know it's going well well, I know uh, last year they kind of did a blending of the two festivals, you know, uh, the Flower and Garden and Food and Wine at one point. Like, they almost met in the middle and kind of combined them. And there yeah. was like a rolling food booth uh, type opening where 
And and I think that had to do with the fact that they could only get, you know, they had trouble finding people to man the booths and things like that, find the right employees and get them in place. But did you notice if they had the festival thing open over there by Canada? Um, no, that wasn't open. Okay, no. okay. I wondered if they were going to do that again. It's interesting. They, they had that open for food and wine a couple years ago but uh you know when in the middle of covid after they opened back up but it hasn't been open since it's just strange wonder what's what's that maybe they're going to start using it again for other things i know they used to use it Uh, my daughter had her prom there so you Hmm. know they used to use it for things like proms and uh, when they would invite the esteemed social media influencers out they'd bring them in there to do presentations and um i've already been in there and they had you know the, they, they do uh, previews for festivals and they'd have entertainment food and everything going on so that that may be what they're going to try to get back to that with although i miss having a festival center i wish i i, I hope it comes back in some form yeah it was pretty cool it, it was a neat place for them to highlight uh some cool concoctions and drinks just like that uh what was the ice cream thing with the dry ice or whatever or however they what was it a oh, nitro yeah, it thing was or something? nitro ice cream yeah yeah they haven't had that i don't know why maybe nitrogen's have been hard to get but that that was my daughter's favorite and it kind of went away and never came back yeah that was cool anyways I, i'm sorry for interrupting i just was just curious about those things uh what else did you did you eat anything else there at the uh, at the festival? Oh uh, yeah, um, at the uh, Germany booth, it's called the uh, beer market or farmers market. We tried the potato pancakes, um, and my wife absolutely hated it. It was filled with uh, even the apple one. I'm pretty sure she got apple. It was filled with onions. And mm. she could not get over the onions. She was like, she couldn't even eat it. And I tried it. I was like, let me try it. Yeah, it was, I, I don't think onions belong in a dessert. I was like, I don't, yeah, I I couldn't eat it either. So, But I also tried there, I got the toasted pretzel bread. It's mm-hmm. got black forest ham and melted uh, some type of cheese. I don't know how to pronounce it. And it was pretty good. But again, <coughs> sorry, again, I probably won't get it again if that tells you anything, you mm-hmm. know. And again, good is one thing, but I mean, I have a lot of options and I could try every booth and I could do whatever I want. So I actually like things that are good and something that I, you know, want to try again. So, but let's say the next place that we tried something at, my wife and daughter got a chocolate cake from the trowel and trellis this is near future world and let's say the chocolate cake it's whipped cases mousse raspberry gelato and fresh raspberries that was very good i only had one bite of it but it was very good and really good while we were there too i told them to get me a grilled baby vegetable tray and that that was only four dollars and 75 cents and it comes with hummus and red pepper uh coolis i don't know how to say it and that was excellent that i would get again i hmm. i would love you know four four seventy five some grilled vegetables and hummus and was that at the uh 
what what booth was that at uh, there by Future World? Was that the one where they were selling the popcorn buckets before uh, for the figment? Or no, no, no? this is uh, this is down by the entrance to Future World, uh, right in the center. Oh, so okay. If you walk right down the middle, this is right to your left as you're just entering in between Future World and uh, World Showcase. Okay, I got you. I know exactly <clears throat> what you're talking about. There's usually like uh, uh, several booths right there near each other, I believe, if I remember correctly. And, uh, you know, some crafts like booths nearby and things like that. But, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, where it's at. But I was going to say, I. <coughs> The other thing that, you know, I didn't experience much the first time because I was there by myself was the uh, stores. And my wife found a, uh, I, I don't know the name of these purses, but the fancy purses that all the girls like, it's got a the orange bird on it. Hmm. And it's the orange bird. It's it's a green purse with leaves all around, the orange bird flying, some citrus. And I love the color of it, and I'm a sucker for anything with oranges or citrus. And so I was like, yeah, we shouldn't, but yeah, go ahead and get it. It's a Dooney and Burke. Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. either Dooney or Loungefly. That's usually what they sell. Right. So. And I think it was like $198. Yeah, that's a Dooney. Awful. Yeah. So I, I can't. I, I should not have said we should get it, but I was just in a good mood being at Epcot. But, and That's okay. I ended up buying an orange bird hat. <coughs> oh, neat. And I don't know if you can see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It's that's got really the orange cool. bird on it, and it says, think orange. And mm -hmm. I just love oranges, and I love the orange birds, so I couldn't help. I got that. And then my daughter got a bucket hat because... Uh, she spends a lot of time in the sun because of where she works. It's a orange bird bucket hat. So oh, we all cool, got yeah. something. Yeah. I knew they were doing a whole, like, orange bird booth. They have uh, some pass holder exclusives and stuff like that in there. And, uh, yeah. incidentally, my wife is also, well, she's just a big Dooney and Burke fan. But she doesn't have any Dooney and Burke Disney stuff. So I understand the expense of those things. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Yeah, so we ended up, we got some stuff to eat. We bought some merchandise. Um, my daughter saw the uh, creation shop for the first time. And, you know, my wife and I told her how not great it is. And she loved it. <laughs> oh, really? I think it's because of the merchandise, though. Like, it did seem different. It seemed like they added flower and garden decorations in there they added colorful lighting which i feel like wasn't oh, there wow. before mm -hmm. and they added a ton of really good merchandise for flower and garden and i think that made a big difference like she actually said it was good and she liked it and stuff I'm like well there you go maybe it's for younger people it could be yeah <laughs> maybe it just matches their sensibilities a little bit better yeah, but the merchandise was definitely better than the past. Like it was great. Yeah. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> we we bought we went through there. My daughter actually liked the store. We didn't buy anything from there because we already bought the other stuff. And then we took a ride on Figment because you know there's no line. I haven't done it in a while, and uh, <clears throat> it was enjoyable. What were the lines like elsewhere? Like, what was the overall, um, like, test track, for example, in Frozen? Uh, honestly, I didn't even look. I probably just assumed test track was 
down. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. <laughs> it probably didn't have a time. It probably had that little star on there where it tells you what the time is. You know. So I don't know. Our main focus there was to see the my my daughter wanted to eat there and see the flowers and topiaries, which she did. We uh, got some merchandise. And I think the ride was just an extra thing. I don't really know what the lines were at the other ones. I assume Frozen was probably two hours as always. And, but honestly, the crowds weren't that bad there. It was a Monday night. Mm. It was Monday, uh, I don't know what day that was, the 7th. So mm-hmm. just, it was a random Monday. Nothing special, not spring break, not anything. So. <coughs> yeah, interesting. So I think that's what we're going to see is like random. uh, It seems like we're going to see random crowd. Like uh, it's got to be really hard for these places like uh, touring plans to really keep track of algorithms of crowds and things like that right now because it's all over the map. I did want to mention on the way out of Figment in the uh, open area, there were no meet and greets or anything, but it was, you know, later at night, it it was like almost seven o'clock. But they have a new thing on the wall, and it's uh, a bunch of colors and and these rectangles. And it's like that game Simon. Remember that game where mm-hmm. you have to – and my daughter played it twice and was able – you know, when you win, it just flashes. It's not – you don't win anything. But they basically have Simon on the wall, which I feel like that's the first edition I've seen in there in a long time. So I thought hmm. that was a good thing that they're actually – you know, adding some stuff to it for once. That's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. I didn't know. I, I didn't see that the last time I was down. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a definitely a new thing. What else did you, was that all you did at the uh, at Epcot? Yeah, sorry. There was one more thing. We, <clears throat> on the way out, we watched the uh, Spaceship Earth Beacons of Magic show, and they're always adding new stuff, and now they added a Pocahontas one it's honestly not their best but still cool that they keep adding you know they played pocahontas music they utilize more pink for some reason in it and stuff and i thought it was cool though i'm always happy and they still always mix in the original one so it's the original then whatever they're doing and the original so Mm. and again i feel like they're going to keep changing it which is awesome that means that's a never-ending uh attraction that's always changing i was hmm. quite happy with that that's pretty cool i heard they were doing a pocahontas type thing and they they seem to be kind of walking away from anything pocahontas lately and the fact that they're doing something like that like i, I do think there's some really nice uh, music from that movie and uh you know some some cool parts of that movie you know but uh that, that's cool that they did that that it's they still have the ability to innovate and and thrill people and do something different and whoever is in charge of making those decisions when it comes to the beacon of magic there um as far as spaceship earth goes that is the person that should be in charge of <clears throat> nighttime spectacles going forward because it, they're doing that right so I, I don't think anyone's complained about about that thing at all no i don't think so either all right yeah, John, was a- 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 yeah after that we left and we left j- just in time because there was a torrential downpour like so this is the this, this is the night where paging mr morrow was over at hollywood studios where the whole 
uh, Main Street flooded and he got like millions of views on t- on his TikTok from it. And they had it on the news and everything. That was it, that that was cool. But I during that downpour, I was driving home on unfamiliar roads where I could barely see. So oh my was, goodness. It was a rough drive back and it took longer than it should have, but you know, that's that's what happens in Florida. It basically poured for 40 minutes straight as I drove home. So, well, and the other thing is that's that comes with the territory when you move, right? I mean, you know, and and having unfamiliar roads and things like that, you know. So. Oh yeah, and then of course Google Maps decides to take me a back way <laughs> through all these county roads with no lights and stuff, and it's oh. I can't even see. It's so it's pouring rain. It's pitch black, and I'm like, this is not the time to show me like. A way to go through a bunch of farmland it's like when i mm-hmm. went there i made one turn off of highway 27 and that's it and then on the way back they said let's let, let's go visit farmlands it's like uh. that's great but not at night in the dark in rain where i can't see and i'm not familiar with it it's like man sometimes their decisions are just not good yeah yeah i've i've been victim of that before so all right so uh get into our discussion now and uh, we're going to talk about what to do uh, when visiting magic kingdom and you know florida being florida and uh, the heat being turned up like the surface of the sun and what do you do like where can you get welcome relief in that park and john i i think the thing is as far as entering the magic kingdom it, it's kind of a mixed bag like if you're on the monorail uh you got air conditioning on the monorail but you still gotta make that uh walk down and uh you know get to the park it, it's a I, i'd say it's easier doing it that way uh the boat if you park over at the ttc the boat gives you a little breeze on the lake but it still can be hot there right um the buses are air conditioned, but that walk from the buses to the, the entrance of the Magic Kingdom can get you maybe a little overheated depending on how hot it is. But uh, when you enter Magic Kingdom, there's not a lot of options right there. So you got a little bit of a walk from the time you get there until you get into the air conditioning. You know, I could see where someone, I've never had that problem myself, but I could see where someone might get a little overheated uh, walking in there and all that that distance i mean i really think your first welcome relief would be in the shops or the uh restaurants on main street right i mean wouldn't you agree with that yeah yeah i guess you 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 can always walk into one of the shops and cool down on main street but people rarely do when they get there though because basically the uh, magic kingdom is calling you at that point yep yep sure is and uh i mean Again, if you need it, uh, at least the shops when you enter Magic Kingdom, the the stores on the uh, left-hand side, again, as you enter, are all connected. So at least you have that as an option to cool down. Um, But like you said, and you know, I never really thought of that, John. That might be the perfect time to do your shopping because nobody's in there. You wait till the end of the night, that place gets crowded. Yeah. I guess that's a tip for another time. Uh, so where would you go from here? Like, what would be your first welcome relief in the heat? Hmm. You know, it's hard to say. I guess it depends. Are we going to go left? Are we going to go right? Are we going to go straight through the castle? 
Yeah, that's a great, uh, great question. I think the distance as broad as it is long, if you know what I mean. I mean, it's pretty much the same distance to get anywhere, at least where you're going to have an indoor attraction. That's the thing about Magic Kingdom. It takes a while to kind of get to an indoor attraction and to really... Uh, I'd say it's a mixed bag as far as what is indoor and outdoor. Uh, I, I think in this particular case, uh, most people like the crowds themselves go right, I think. So if you look at a lot of the research that touring plans and other people and, and just human nature in general, most people seem to go right and they follow. Uh, they, they typically like to go uh, future world and then just work uh counterclockwise you know in our particular case why don't we just go uh why don't we go left let's go left towards well, that is actually a good way to go yeah and I, that's the way i typically go when i come into man so going left the first thing you would come to which is a great place to beat the heat and it's usually attainable too meaning uh, you can get on it and that is the Enchanted Tiki Room. Oh, yeah. Wow, what a great tip. That is, uh, you know, I didn't even think of that. That wasn't even in my head. But uh, Enchanted Tiki Room is the perfect place for welcome relief. And after walking that distance, you're going to, you know, and, and it's really hot out, you're going to feel like you need to take a seat and, you know, go in there and just kind of relax. It's a great place. Like a lot of good uh, air conditioning in there. The seating is... Uh, is is always plentiful i don't think i remember a time where um you weren't able to get in there so i don't know i've always had a very little problem so tiki room that's a good one uh what do you think of tiki room what do you think as far as uh relief from the heat well i think it's it's one of those rides or attractions shows whatever you want to call it that makes you feel like once you get inside they uh, they try to do the illusion of it's nighttime and you're outside mm -hmm. and you're you know you're in a tiki hut and they have windows there and then you know it even rains and stuff so I've always found it a very great place to cool down in the summer so and uh, like I've said on other ones it's it helps yeah. it 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 actually helps to do this kind of thing when you. Uh, when it is hot out, because if it's a beautiful day outside, the tiki room might be less of a uh, destination for you, meaning it may not feel that great. So, yeah, and that's a good point. Like the rain and the open uh, window and uh, and the darkness and everything in there, it does kind of get in your head a little bit and uh, and can cool you down. So. Uh, from the Tiki Room, we're going to continue our adventure left, and I, I would say Pirates is probably the next one that's an indoor attraction. Yeah, and uh, the thing about Pirates is, even if it has a long wait, much of the queue is inside the uh, Spanish fort there, so it's yeah. a good place to, uh, to go in. So, again... I've already been in that queue, just enjoying being out of the sun and out of the heat. So that's a good, a good place for uh, 
you know, you, 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 the queue and the ride, you can hide from the heat. Yeah, I agree. And that Spanish Fort also, it gets, uh, the way they've structured it, it gets kind of coal in there, uh, quite a bit. So you're always constantly getting a, uh, I, I feel like a good air conditioned breeze. Um, again, the, the way the fort is structured, just kind of those rock formations, they seem to stay fairly cool um, with the air conditioning. Like, and, uh, you can sit there and just kind of relax if you need to. And, uh, you know, just overall, I, I think it just feels, uh, just has a really cool kind of like relaxing, dark, out of the sun feel in there. Uh, and it, like you said, it gets crowded, but I think the queue's really done well in that, um, you, you still get that relief. It's very rare that I've been in a queue that is outside of that building. So they seem to wind it fairly intuitively in there, even with lightning lane and everything. So Naride itself is, um, it, it's probably moderate as far as time spent on a ride. It's not super long, like say Rise of Resistance, and it's not super short, say like Dumbo or something like that, you know? So it's, uh, I, I like it. You get a lot of relief in there. And it's a water ride too. Uh, okay, so what do you think of that? Do you you really um, do, does the water kind of give you uh, like a cool feel? I mean, it's in the dark too. That's the other thing, right? So oh yeah, once again, it's my favorite stuff at Disney is it trans it 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 transfers you to you know the ocean at night. And, yeah. you know, there's no sun in there. And, you know, a lot of the rides at Disney do that. And uh, they don't seem to be doing that a lot with their new rides. But I really think that's another of the little secrets that they need to uh, be reminded that they have, you know. I agree. All right. So we leave Pirates and then we continue our travels left. I, I think we'd probably go into Frontierland from there and... I don't, it's, it's kind of weird. Like I think, uh, Splash Mountain is kind of a mixed bag. Like you're going to be outside for much of the attraction, but there is a portion where you're inside. Although the, the inside portion is a little narrow and maybe gets a little claustrophobic at times, I think, but they are piping that air conditioning in there. So, um, Again, water ride and even half the ride is indoors um, in that ride. So half out, half in. I, I think it's kind of like in the middle as far as a ride that I would say beats the heat. The The only big thing that I think is an advantage there is the, uh, you know, the fact that it's a water ride and you are going to get a little wet, right? Um, yeah, just a little there. It's not too. Yeah. It, it looks worse than it actually is, I think. So you're not going to get drenched, uh, typically, like you do on some other water rides. But uh, I, I'd say, wouldn't you say Splash would be kind of in the middle, though? I, I mean, I it's not like Pirates, where you're going to be cool almost the entire time. Well, the problem with Splash is, <clears throat> and uh, the Jungle Cruise, we don't even need to mention that. That is yeah. no relief at all. No, but, none. But Splash... If you get wet, there's a couple parts you do get wet, and there's a a lot of it's inside too in the air conditioning where it literally is cool. They'll they'll get you a little bit wet, and then they'll take you inside and blast the air conditioner at you. Yeah. But when it's hot out, Splash is so crowded that 
the weight you'd probably have to do to get on it makes it not the best place to escape the heat. And again, if you have a, a lightning lane for it and stuff, it's not bad. But, you know, if not, it's probably going to be, you know, even, even with lightning lane, who knows how, how long it would take in a peak summer or, or a peak hot day in general. So, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, so after Splash, I, I'm not even gonna mention um, uh, going on the roller coaster because <laughs> it's you know that is so oppressively hot when it's really um, you know it, when it's really hot there. You get a really small place where you get some welcome relief from air conditioning, but overall, even though it's kind of enclosed, it's not really piping in the air conditioning well there. No, no, it's that is not that uh, that to me always feels like the desert, and even that line, yeah, I, it just to me it, it smells like body odor. It does stagnant. It's like it's this awful. stagnant, no air moving place that always feels like the humidity is like a hundred percent. Just weird, you know. So oh, it's like going to a to a like a comic or horror convention with people that haven't showered for three days and believe me i've been to those and that's what you get in there it's just awful uh yeah i don't i don't like it and the other thing is you do get a little bit of breeze blowing through there sometimes but you know it's very spotty um you know getting that a lot of great views and everything but you know as far as welcome relief from the heat eh, i just it's just not a good one yeah, it's still worth doing, but it's yeah, not gonna, you're not going to cool down at all on it for the most part. Right. There's a lot of water features that might get in your head around that maybe maybe you'll feel a little bit cooler. Yeah, you could in get there. a little misted when you're on it, but yeah, you know, even that the last few times I've been on that wasn't even on that water at the top where you go yeah. you know, at the beginning. So it's probably back now, but it wasn't there for a while. Yeah. So. Okay, so we leave there and then uh, probably come back out of Frontierland. And for me and for my money, the best place to go at this point is Country Bears Jamboree. You know, I mean, that's indoors. Now, don't get me wrong. We've passed uh, the the rafts that take you over to Tom Sawyer Island. And I really enjoy some Tom Sawyer Island. There are some indoor features there like caves and things like that that get a lot of air conditioning piped in. But overall, uh, it's mostly all outdoors with the sun beating down. And you do get some shade there and things like that. But it's it's hot over there. It's humid. Uh, even, even getting there, you've got to yeah. take raft across. And it's yeah. not an easy. <laughs> and it's it's in right there. in the sun if it's any time yeah. of the day. Yeah, definitely not a place I think of when I think of how am I going to cool down. Yeah, I mean, for my, I, I love going over there, but uh, it's it's not a good cool down spot. So I I think Country Bear Jamboree is your best bet. Um, and and you know it it's gonna be cool if you can get into that waiting area um, before the attraction and kind of hang out in there, you can cool down. And then of course the attraction itself is cool down. And uh, original Walt Disney World, right? I mean, it's uh, it it gives you the original feels. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy that, and it's a <coughs> it's a great great place to cool down, and there's rarely a line, so it's a dependable place to cool down. Yeah, yep, and if you're feeling hungry when you walk out of there too, the other thing is you have uh, a, it empties right out into a restaurant, so I, I mean pay. 
Pecos? Is it Pecos or Pesos, Bill? What do, what would you call that? I'm, I'm never quite clear if it's Pesos or Pecos, Bill. I always say Pecos, Bill, but... Yeah, I don't know either. We always, we have debates about that in our family, which one it is, so... I don't know, but anyways, that's there, and you can... It, it's a really big restaurant, um, decent-sized cafeteria. It's a lot bigger than it appears from the outside, uh, so if you're hungry at that point, you can get something to eat in there and and relax in the cool. So from there, I think Hall of Presidents, right? Wouldn't you say is the next option? Uh, Yeah, yeah, and that is honestly... I have not seen it in years, but if it's hot... The only problem with it is you have to time it right because they do close the doors and make you stand outside if, you know, uh, in between shows. So if you time it right, if you see those doors open or you check the times and it's going to open in a couple minutes, chances are there's not going to be much of a line there and you can just walk in. I mean, I'm not a fan of uh, the ride in general, as you can tell. I, I If they said they're getting rid of that today, I, I would not have a problem with it at all. But again, the last time I saw it, it wasn't bad. It, it was enjoyable. Yeah. And again, like you said, it's uh, it's it takes some time. Like a lot of people end up falling asleep in there, I think. I know in my family they do. They, they get really bored with that quick, although I love it because I'm a history guy. And uh, I think they did a good job with the attraction. But uh, overall, um, great place to relax and cool down. It's uh, got really great air conditioning in there. So uh, nice place to take a rest. Uh, I guess we continue to Haunted Mansion from there. And this is kind of a mixed bag, too. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to think about um, Haunted Mansion. The fact that it's a long ride and uh, once you get indoors, it's really good. You know, you got good air conditioning, but you're going to be waiting in that line for a while, John. I don't know that that line it has the overhang like it's kind of shaded and everything but you don't get a lot of air conditioning when you're waiting in that line outside. So I don't I don't know how to really think of that. What what do you think of Haunted Mansion as far as a welcome relief from the heat? If you can get in there, I think it's awesome, but if you need to wait outside for an hour, it's going to be very unpleasant by the time you get in there. But So yeah, that's a good point. Like kind of monitor how the line is, you know. I'd say if you can get past the cast members for the line, if the if the cast member if the line isn't actually um, out into Liberty Square, I think you're you're probably in good shape. Maybe you're maybe that's when you get in there, but you're still going to be waiting underneath that overhang, and it can take a while to get through that line. So, I guess monitor your time as far as that goes. All right, you want to walk up to Fantasyland? Is that the next thing we're gonna do? Um, yeah, that makes sense. All right, we'll go up the hill to Fantasyland, and what's your take on that? You go to uh, Small World or Peter Pan? Well, Peter Pan, if you can get in the line, meaning if you go inside, and lately, a lot of times the line is, or I should say lately, maybe a few weeks ago, but at the last time I was there, you do go inside the queue, and with Lightning Lane, you probably don't move much in that queue, meaning every hundred people that go in, they probably let two people from that lane go. So if if, if you see the lines inside, you're going to be waiting forever in that line, but it is air-conditioned. So surprisingly, 
that could be an all right place to beat the heat. Your legs will hurt because you're going to be just standing there a long time. But it is uh, doable. That's one of those things with Lightning Lane. I thought I would see the standby coming way out. Mm -hmm. But it's not about the length of the line. It's about the fact that it's just not going to move very much. So that's that's uh, it's up to you. I I but I really do think that you could beat the heat in there. You could and, and it it is a cool cue. So a lot of it, not all of it. Yeah. A lot of it. Well, that's the thing. Lightning lane's going to miss that cue. So maybe that's one of the most effective lightning lanes that you could find. Like as far as getting on the ride quick. And if you're not util- utilizing the lightning lane, then there's advantages to that, and that you're seeing the darling's house and you're seeing all those um, special special effects that they do in the queue line to me that's an attraction in and of itself i think so as you're walking through there you're going to get plenty of air conditioning even probably more than uh what they get with the lightning lane so that's a really good tip john i think um as far as air conditioning and things like that and getting welcome relief from the heat if you can get into the indoor part of it you've got a lot of air conditioning in there and you've got a lot of stuff to look at so i really like that if you're doing lightning lane i don't know i don't think you get back there you're not going to get a lot of air conditioning um you're probably going to get on the ride quick and it is a quick ride so maybe that's not such a great welcome relief um for for that so that that's kind of a mixed bag there lightning lane maybe not other than the fact that you're getting on and off quick and uh and if you're in the lane or in the line the regular line you're getting some relief so um yeah great tip john um so then let's go into small world what do you think of that i don't small world's weird because it's such a big area and i don't think you're getting a lot of air conditioning in there right so well you do get a little bit in the queue it it shouldn't be as hot as outside but that's true i don't know if the line's not long i would say it's not a bad place once you get on that boat and get in it's not bad yeah as far as a ride goes then i'd say it's a good ride length of time and things like that for relief but as far as the line goes it it can be iffy if if you can get into the larger area that you're actually looking at the boats and everything that might be okay but uh, if you're on those outer queue lines it can get hot in there they really pack you in and they have plexiglass up there still i think so that doesn't help anything at least in a portion of it so uh, that can be iffy maybe lightning lane is a better option there for relief in the cold but uh where would we go next i'm trying to think like the next would it be philhar magic or you know i i guess it would be (coughs) that would philhar magic philhar magic and that's a great place to beat the heat it's uh the the there's two parts to the queue um, so even as long as you get inside, there should be air conditioning. So, although if you're in the first part, just know you got a long way to head is because you got two shows to get through. Yeah. But if kind you just want to cool down a little bit, that's still not a bad option. Yeah. And don't be afraid. They do pack you in there. So don't be afraid of that, but you're still going to get plenty of air conditioning there. And there's places to sit in there too. Like even if you have to have your kids sit on the floor or something like that, waiting to get in, uh, I wouldn't worry about getting close to the doors. There's so much uh, seating in there. It's just, you know, and I think the most of the views are pretty good. So yeah, that's a, that's a good option. Kind of like the country bears. I think it's a little bit bigger theater than the country bears. Don't you think? So I think they can shove more people in there. 
Right, yeah, it's a lot bigger. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. So I think this is a little uh, this is a little different because this is something that you don't do. I'm pretty sure, anyways. Going into the princess uh, fairy tale hall to meet princesses. I mean, and I don't know how they're doing this now. I know it's open, but I don't know how they're doing it. Whether it's just like we said last year, like a sideshow type environment, or how they're doing it, but. Um, you uh you get a lot of welcome relief in there uh, you are standing a lot there's not a lot of uh, seats and inside they have some cool special effects like there's a cinderella slipper in there i believe and uh little different set pieces and scenery and things like that so um if you're just looking to get a, a little bit of air conditioning that's a good place to go uh that would probably be a really good place to go for people that are coming through the castle you know to start out their day so yeah i've never been in there so yeah i don't know yeah it's um there's some cool stuff in there you know there's uh, a lot of like like i said the um cinderella slipper and uh, uh different things like that different set pieces it's just a really neat uh, it looks like a royal royal hall in there almost so it's pretty neat in there um after that, I, I don't know. You can kind of go different ways from from that place, but uh, let's maybe go to Winnie the Pooh next. Uh, much like Peter Pan, it's kind of like a mostly outdoor queue, lots of things for kids to play around in. Um, not a lot of good indoor um, line areas like Peter Pan. No, and I believe the ride itself is literally like two to three minutes very so short very you're short. gonna now you're not getting much relief on that you will be back outside before you know it yeah uh from that one where do you want to go you want well, the the mine train i guess is one too but again that is so hard to get on and you're probably going to be outside almost the whole time if yeah. it were easy to get on it's not the worst i mean roller coasters that are mo moving are not bad, no matter how warm it is. Yeah, and they have a good amount of trains running at any given time on that ride and, and keep the pace up on there. But like you said, it's so popular that your weight in line is going to be half in, half out. Once you get underneath, once you get in there, the nice thing about that is really shady down in the queue and uh, at least offers you some shade from the sun. But uh, yeah, it takes you a while to get down in there. Um, so that's kind of a mixed bag. You could maybe get some welcome relief, but man, if I'm looking at that line time and I'm thinking it's like two hours, I'm, I'm just walking, you know, you're not going to get a lot of relief there. Uh, I, I would, you know, kind of looking from there, um, as weird as the layout is right there, you're probably looking at maybe little mermaid as, um, as far as the crow flies, as far as another ride to get on. Um, what do you think of Little Mermaid? I know you've ridden that a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I actually think it's pretty good. Um, as long as the line's not too long, um, once you get in there, I mean, the, the it's a newer ride, so the, the queue is cooled down, and, uh, you know, it's a slow-moving dark ride. So I, I, I think that is a good one, and because it tends to be not as crowded as the rest, which for me gives it a little more value. 
Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I This is a classic case of a ride where I really like the queue better than the attraction, the ride itself, you know, just because of those things and the job that they did designing the queue and uh, some of the features in there. Um, I, I, it's a popular ride somewhat, you know, nobody really complains too much about the ride. I, my problem with the ride is like, I love a lot of portions of that ride. I just don't like how the, um, the whole Ursula treatment at the end, like they just, it's like, oh, there's the, you know, here's the story of the little mermaid and there's this big bad evil ursula and her minions and all that stuff and you know taking the souls of the creatures and all this and then all of a sudden she just drowns out in the <laughs> out in the ocean <laughs> it's like a really bad representation of her end i just wish there was a little more put into that you know i don't know if they just didn't want to scare kids or what the deal was but um i mean as far as the ride goes itself it does have some length to it and there is a lot of cooling in that ride and again another ride that kind of gets in your head because you go under the sea right i mean it it, it kind of does that effect where you're um descending into the ocean so really uh yeah you could get some coolness in there uh, what is next I, would you go to would you say dumbo um would be the next one and and this one's a mixed bag because yeah, that's actually a weird one. With the new, the way they do the queue now, you are in an air-conditioned building, and you know the parents for the most part are sitting on a bench, waiting for the ride. So, I mean, if that's still how it's working, that's not a bad place. I mean, once you ride the ride, you're going to be in the direct sunlight. Um, it's going to be a little warm, but I mean, when it's moving, it shouldn't be too bad. So, yeah, that is a mixed bag. Like, it's really hard to hard to say how good or not good it is i'd say if you have kids that want to play in there it's it's a pretty good place uh to relax but um if it's adults that are just trying to you know get a get a ride on dumbo in uh, eh, maybe maybe not you know um there is that meet and greet back there right which i don't think they're doing right now um I could be wrong with that. I know they're bringing some of them back, but they had that meet meet and greet in the barn back there. Um, it used to be the uh, what was it the the judging or reward center or whatever it was called when it was Toontown back there. But um, I'm not sure what they call that barn back there. I don't think they're using it right now. I, I again, I could be wrong. And they have a nice store. I do like the the store back there in the circus area. You can get some popcorn and some other stuff back there. And uh, there's some unique merchandise back there from time to time. Yeah, I used to like it better, but I feel like since it's redone, I don't know. I've gone in. A, I've gone in it a couple times just because, you know, I remember it being good. And I'm like, I walk around and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it still does have the bake the. The stuff in the middle where you could buy cake pops and stuff like that. So mm. I guess it's not the worst. Well, it has some. It, it's a not a not the smallest shop, so you can get some relief in there from yeah. the heat too. So um, I, I kind of think that we're. Good. I think it's Future World from here, right? I mean, isn't that? Yeah, yeah. I guess that would be the next place, and uh, you know, Autotopia definitely not horrible in the. In the, uh, in the in the in the heat and uh, from there, I always go to the Tomorrowland Transit Authority and the queue's outside. But I don't know. I usually 
go there anyway, and I usually do uh, watch it so or ride it. So uh, I don't know. I I know it's not the best place for it, but I still think it's worthwhile, and I I always go on it. And once once you start moving, you're in, you're in, you're out. There's air. So again, I'm a little biased. It's probably not the greatest to cool down, but if it's only like a 20 minute wait. I'll, I'll still do it every time. Well, when you're actually on the ride, even though you're in the outdoor portion, um, they are there are vents uh, above the ride itself, even in the outdoor portions in some areas. So you're kind of going by vents every once in a while that are blowing cool air on you. So I actually think it's a pretty good ride for that just because um, it gives you a chance to relax. I, you know, it's shady right there. You got you got nice uh, sun cover, and um, there's a lot of indoor portions here and there of the ride itself. So uh, I, I like it. I think it's really good. Um, the line usually moves really fast um, because it's constantly moving. Uh, there's a lot of motion, which means you're getting some air there. I, again, I mean, most people might look at it and say it's more of a mixed bag, but I actually like that one for relief from the uh from the sun um you maybe on your more humid days it might be you know the really extreme days it, it might be a little more of a mixed bag but i think you're getting plenty of uh, air conditioning and air and things like that um and and it has gotten more popular over the years due to social media and stuff so maybe y- you know you might have a little more weight what you used to but uh, i think it's a good recommendation uh on your part john uh, what do you think's next? Where would you go, Space Mountain? Um, yeah, it's back there. So, Space Mountain. Um, <clears throat> as long as the queue's inside, which it is most of the time, I think it's a great place to beat the heat. Again, the line might be long, but you know, still a, a pretty good place. I, I think to beat the heat, it's probably one of the best ones. Uh, in Magic Kingdom just because of how long the queue line is and the different things that you have like the eye candy and the uh, and, and the attraction itself that great music um, you know if you don't like the roller coaster you can go wait in the gift shop with your family you know at the end it's a pretty big gift shop um, uh, not huge by any stretch of the imagination but there is a, a section that you can kind of sit on a bench out there waiting for your family to come off the ride and it loads pretty fast and really on particularly crowded days um, they'll have both coasters both sides of the coaster going so um, you you get plenty of uh, air conditioning plenty of relief from the sun um, I think I think lately it's been pretty tolerable to wait in that line, to be honest with you. All right. So after Space Mountain, I would say um, Carousel Progress. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So you are going to wait a little bit uh, outside to get loaded up in the theater. But the great thing about this theater is there's so many of them that they just constantly turn around. So you're not going to wait too long. Yeah. Uh, Chances are you'll wait less than less than 10 minutes like consistently because as long as the door didn't close right in front of you yeah it's only going to be a matter of minutes before it opens yeah and and they keep it moving in there i i mean they don't really screw around it has to keep moving just because of the program it's set on the entire uh attraction just has a, a timetable and it just keeps spinning day in and day out you know so 
I think it's a really good one. And you get a lot of great air conditioning. And it's like uh, vintage Disney, right? So that was one of the original World's Fair type rides. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so... All right, and and that ride, I think you could be in there. Do you know how long that lasts? I, I'm thinking like 20 minutes or more. Yeah, I'm thinking about 20 minutes as well. So it's definitely a uh, a great ride that you can sit down and uh, <coughs> relax. Yeah. yeah, it's really if you if uh, if you bring if you brought your mom along, you know, you brought the kid's grandmother along and stuff. They love that kind of ride. Is it? really brings a lot of memories back and things like that and for me i just love it because it's vintage disney and i've been you know seeing that ride all my life so i i love it um all right so from there we're probably looking at uh i'd say buzz lightyear's uh space ranger is a space ranger spin is what they call that one right yeah so you're probably looking at that one um it's kind of a mixed bag, although lately they've been bringing almost all that line indoors, right? So the the queue line indoors. Have you seen the line outside a lot lately? Um, well, yeah, lately I have. Uh, it, it 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 definitely was outside the. I think that's one of the very popular ones, like Haunted Mansion, where Lightning Lane just makes it an unusually long line outside. I know in uh, January we didn't have a super long wait on that line, but I could see that. I know it is popular, and I could see it uh, uh, going that way. Um, so it's kind of a mixed bag. Then you could be waiting outside for a while, but once you get inside, it's good welcome relief, and the ride lasts a decent amount of time. So I, I kind of, I don't know. Again, a mixed bag. Um, I guess once you exit that, you're you're looking at the laugh floor, right? Yeah, and that that one is a good one for uh, beating the heat. That's mostly inside the wait. I mean, it's not. It, it can be a bit tedious if you wait through the uh, the turnstile queue, and then in the holding area, you could wait through two full shows there theoretically. So uh, you know, it's not something that I like to do very often, but. If you if if everybody's overwhelmed with the heat and you can walk inside there, you will get out of the out of the heat for a long time. So yeah, yeah, totally. And the show takes a little bit of time, right? I'm not sure. It's been a while since I've been in there, but it takes some time. Yeah, I think it's at least ten minutes. At least it it, it may be more than that. So yeah, so uh, decent relief from the. Uh, from the cool, as long as you're not stuck outside, like you said, John. Um, I, you know, the uh, across from there, that um, what used to be Stitch's Great Escape and Alien Encounter before then, I think they're mo- missing a real opportunity to kind of put a like a lounge area or something in there for people to relax in this type of you know thing, like we're talking about. It, the weird thing is that if Stitch were still open. And I had the option of going through the Stitch attraction or Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. I would be doing Stitch. I actually, I enjoyed the animatronics, you know, before the show and stuff. And it was just a cool to be in that building and doing stuff. So I know that's odd, but I No, really it's do. not at all. I, I, I really agree do with you. feel that way. I 100% agree with you. I think the animatronics are really cool in there. Um, the, the, the kind of um simulator seat that they put you in and the effects in there and everything it 
I always liked it because it reminded me of Alien Encounter because I loved that that attraction. Yeah. Um, but, uh, going in, uh, as the stitch thing, I mean, there was enough elements from alien encounter that, that kind of kept you in that, you know? So, uh, I, again, I think they're missing an opportunity of some type cause that's indoors. They could put air conditioning in there and it could eat some crowds up. So, um, that's, that's unfortunate. Uh, the only thing that I would add from here is that, um, you know, you could, because Cosmic Rays is so massive and, uh, you know, has so much in the way of seating, you could always go into Cosmic Rays and get some counter service food. Um, in this series, we really didn't talk a lot about um, stuff that required reservations or anything like that. Um, mostly we talked as far as food goes about cafeterias and places to sit and get out of the sun. And to me, that speaks of uh, counter service. And I think Cosmic Rays is like the biggest counter service restaurant in all of Disney property. Um, and, and there is a ton of seating in there. And if you can get down into that lounge area, you can kind of enjoy uh, some really cool intergalactic tunes from a cool alien animatronic so uh, that's a good <clears throat> that's a good point and we didn't talk a lot about food at magic kingdom because strangely enough it's not the greatest place it's to not eat. i know i know we had just talked about uh, liberty tree tavern and uh the uh the the horseshoe yeah horseshoe the, review horseshoe review that that's pretty darn good but there's not a lot though like, there's not a whole lot that i really love there so yeah yeah and i would not recommend pinocchio village house to anybody because i yeah. the, the food is i think it's horrendous but i mean the, a good tip for there you always have that good tip of going up those stairs and getting in that uh, balcony area and, and but i don't think they're running air conditioning up there are they so oh no no that's that's outside there's nothing that's hot that's a good winter time tip to do yeah yeah. All right. So I think from there, the only thing left is um, if you uh, go to like the Starbucks on Main Street or you know, on your way out. Or again, we've already talked about the shops being connected and kind of using that as a welcome relief. So you do have the, the shops and you have uh, the, the Starbucks and the bakery right there. Right. So those are probably about the main uh main things on your exit but yeah there's not much to do there as an honorable mention they used to have a theater right as you're exiting the park on the left yeah. and you know yeah. after driving like you know 17 hour drives and stuff with almost no sleep and all that i used to fall asleep a lot at theater like we'd go there and it would play old mickey mouse cartoons and you know it was quite the place to get out of the heat but it's gone now. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing about that uh, being gone, uh, there is um, a meet and greet there with Mickey and Minnie, right? I mean, and occasionally Tinkerbell. Yeah. So I mean, that's what's left of there. And you're right, that theater back behind it. What do they call that? The Main Street Theater, I think is what they called it or something to that effect. If you, um, you used to have a lot of things that you could do in there, not only uh, check out the theater itself and the uh, old cartoons, but you also had 
little cool cardboard kind of stand-ins that you could take pictures in back there and and there was a lot of neat things in the in the back a lot of memories in that place for my family and you're right it was always on the days where you you drove the 16 17 hours that 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 was the first place you went you know and it was a good place to relax for the uh in the air conditioning and stuff I remember doing that, being tired after that drive and walking in there just like you. Well, that should about do it, John, for Magic Kingdom and put a bow on this series. Uh, We really, I think, learned a lot. I don't think we learned too much about Magic Kingdom today. It was pretty much stuff that, you know, most people sort of know as far as uh, relief from, you know, from the sun. I think uh, in this series, Epcot was the one that we really learned a lot about. You know, it it has more options than what we even thought. And and Animal Kingdom too was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as bad as we thought it would be. And honestly, the Magic Kingdom is not bad. There's a lot of yeah. places to go. That's it's there's it's just such a big place and with so many rides that I guess I shouldn't be surprised that there is a lot of. Uh, uh, hiding places there too to get out of the sun so right right yeah i agree i i think overall if you're really looking for welcome relief from sun or crowds uh you always are a big fan of visiting the resorts and i think that's a good tip overall and you know to take out of the series is that don't shy away from uh visiting resorts uh, resorts give you a lot of welcome relief from the uh, from the sun and from the crowds, and there's a lot of things to do at many of the resorts. Uh, I, I really, um, it's something that I've learned to really enjoy, um, really since you suggested it. So I would recommend people to check that out. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, <coughs> even if you have to take the bus over, a nice. The buses always seem to have that AC going real well. So if you're uh, at a park and you just want to go visit a resort, jump on that bus and, uh, you know, enjoy some time at a resort, even if you're not staying there. Yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, you always have Disney Springs, too, as an option, although... I will say walking around Disney Springs, you can get overheated and the crowds lately over the past several years have been really bad there. Um, So, I mean, unless you have something specific you really want to do there, uh, maybe not the greatest. So, all right, John. So that should do it for that. How did your social media go for the week? Um, It went pretty well. Um, well, there, there was one odd thing. I'll mention that first. Um, on my Universal account, uh, a couple of days ago, my uh, reach just dropped off a cliff. And the reason was I posted a reel and it had Voldemort and Bellatrix threatening the people in the car. And uh, Bellatrix says, I'll destroy you. And that goes against community guidelines, apparently, as some type of threat or something. So that one, I have 261 likes on that at this point, and they demonetized it immediately. I appealed it, and it came back, but it just goes to show you how regardless of what they tell you, like if, if, if their bots think something is bad... Regardless of whether they're right or wrong, your whole account's going to take a hit. Like, it's literally, 
like it, for a couple of days basically i had very little traction on anything and that that one even though i disputed it even though i disputed it and it went into monetizing a, a, after i did they still it suppressed extremely and that kind of that kind of made a like a downward thing it's like my lowest day of the past 30 days was after you know bellatrix was threatening people so just goes to show you i didn't even think about that you know the thought didn't cross my mind that it wasn't against community guidelines or anything but you know like i said once they reviewed it they they were okay with it but bellatrix threatening people they took that as i guess me threatening people over instagram i don't know how strange well, that's the way things work now, so I, I guess I need to think things through. It's kind of like what I posted little Leota from Haunted Mansion talking about bringing a death certificate. The TikTok turned that off. They said, oh, death, oh, turned it off. It's like there's some horrible stuff on that thing, which I don't look at, but I've seen other people like talk about or post. And a little uh, a theme park ride is the furthest thing that they need to be censoring but they do but anyway on cwdw i'm up to sixty-one thousand followers which is pretty cool and the other thing i wanted to mention and you know it doesn't even feel like it but it says that i reached 1.6 million accounts in the last 30 days hmm. and just re- if you remember a little while back i was really trying to get it to 1 million just so i'd have that in now I'm at 1.6 million, so that's pretty good. And uh, my top, my top reel over the past week is probably I did a, another little mashup of Space Mountain with the lights on, which I've used before. But hey, I got to make money, so I need to get that thing out. If somebody else shared it, it'd get millions of views. I got 41,000. I can do it many times, you know, because I don't get millions. So there's always new people who have never seen it. Yep, very true. And beyond that, in this 30-day period so far, my uh, Little Mermaid one is up to 326,000 views. That's the other. That's the biggest one for this bonus period so far. That's just the Little Mermaid at PhilharMagic. And again, I have used this before, but I'm getting paid to do this, so I'm not above you know, using similar videos every couple of months at least, so you're going to see repeats. Hmm. And again, that's because I don't get millions of views. If some if some general thing, general account that has millions of views took my video, they'd get tens of mi- mi- millions of views and, you know, hundreds of thousands of likes. So since I'm only small, I can reuse the same thing all I want. So not not too close, but it doesn't seem to impact anything. So those are the big ones. Um, let's see. My bonus is at it's 1,046 for this 30-day period so far. And it's over on March 29th. So what is that? I've got a couple of weeks yet, I think. So it's going pretty well. Um, I did want to mention TikTok, and I think I'm not the only one. I saw a lot of people who said they're going to leave TikTok now, and a lot of the people have been advertising their saying to follow them on YouTube and follow them on uh, Instagram. My my TikTok 
it's you know it's not doing terrible but the growth completely stopped the likes went way down and my most disappointing one i did a couple minutes of uh a couple minutes of illuminations which did great on instagram it got 567 views on tiktok it's like with TikTok, if it's not something exciting, some kind of coaster and excitement and flashing in your face, it's just pretty much dead. Like every time I post like about, a, say, uh, the food and the flower and garden festival, nah, nobody wants to see that. So anyway, I still stand by the fact that I don't like TikTok. I don't like the followers on TikTok seem to be just crappy in general. And if you're one of them, sorry, but overall, you know, it's true. Um, I'm glad I'm doing it, though. I'm at 50,600 followers, so I'm doing good. Like, that's great. But overall, though, I just it, it wasn't a great week on TikTok. And I think I'm not the only one for that. But again, it's fine. I'm going to. You know, uh, uh, two weeks from now, TikTok might be on doing great and Instagram's going to be terrible. So I got to keep all options open. And I wanted to mention, too, I did put one thing that I should do more often. I put a short on uh, YouTube. Mm. Like I did the same video, basically, of my uh, uh, Space Mountain. I did one for TikTok. I did one for Instagram. I was like, I'm going to throw it up as a short can't do it. I can't hurt anything. You know, YouTube probably likes that occasionally. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know what it does, but I figured I'll throw it up and see what happens. Yeah, that's not going to hurt anything at all. And they actually seem to promote shorts a little bit, you know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I figured the hardest part of making reels is finding the video clips and stuff like that and i could literally use the same one if i do it all at once i can throw one here throw one there throw mm -hmm. one there it's like yeah i'm gonna start adding them i've done it in the past and they've done all right so mm -hmm. just just something to maintain some type of small activity because i haven't been doing any wide format videos really recently to add so yeah that's good that's great all right john so where can they find you online? You can find me at c.wdw on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and cuo on Instagram and cwdw on YouTube. All right, very good. And you can find me at the giant rat t h e e giant rat on Instagram and on TikTok. All right, that should do it for this week and for this series. We will see you on the next one.